0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Call to Maction podcast. Today is Tuesday, November 17th. And, Jeremy, I think things have officially hit us both that, that it's heating up in, in Maction land.
1: It's heating up for sure. And this is, unfortunately, I'm a little sad because this is our... We're heading into our last week of midweek Maction. I know. We go went, to Saturday games.
0: It went by so fast.
1: I know. I know. Way too fast. And, uh, you know, I'm excited, though. I'm, I'm going to take this... Final week of midweek action and just live it to the fullest.
0: Take it, take it to the face, as they say.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we got we got some great games coming on, uh, some rivalry games, and you know we got we got a lot of things working this week that I'm I'm excited for. So yeah, um, yeah it's it's going to be it's going to be a little bittersweet.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, as you mentioned, bittersweet. We did lose a game unfortunately yeah. to, to COVID protocols, uh, Miami and Ohio, the battle of the bricks will be canceled this year, but yeah. we, we do, we do have, like you said, a lot of rivalry games. we got the wagon wheel, we got the bronze stock this week. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, things, and then you got, got the moment.
1: battle for the cannon.
0: You got West vs yeah. central. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So despite losing that game, we still, have, like you said, a lot of great games going on and, uh, yeah, our, Basketball preseason polls, not to mention, are, are coming out this week as well.
1: Yeah, so. our next show we'll be talking about... Uh, yeah, we'll be kind of in the in, in, at the start of basketball season, which is also crazy to believe. And that, uh, like you said, our preseason men's and women's uh, coaches polls will come out Thursday. Our preseason all-MAC teams will come out uh, that day as well. And, and we'll be getting ready to tip off before you know
0: it. Yep, uh, and I think everyone knows well I'm not sure everyone knows but we'll we'll start uh, basketball season on November 25th yeah um, and, and from there I think when do we start conference games
1: uh, after uh, the, that after first it. week I, I don't know the exact date off the top of my head yeah, I know, on I the spot trying, there but uh, I know no I was trying to figure it out too started, I think, started started um, January right after okay. the first of the year so uh, you know again with everything that we do uh, whether it's football basketball, any other sport that we have, we're, we're just trying to do it as safe as possible. And, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of time between now and then for, again, I, I know cases are kind of rising across the country, but there's also a lot of time to, to figure some things out of, uh, how we do things best. And, you know, we, we going back to, the, we lost this game this week. Um, I don't know if anyone necessarily thought we'd get through the whole season, uh, with, with everyone playing every single game, um, But you know it, it, these things happen, and um, you you just try to learn from them and see. Uh, I, I think if I was a student athlete and I'm looking around like, oh, I, I got to do everything you know in my power. We don't we don't want to lose games and stuff. And sometimes it's out of your power, which is what's so crazy about all this.
0: Yeah, and I think through two and a half, almost three weeks, having one game canceled was if if we went back and said we're starting the season and we guessed how many games would be canceled throughout the first week, I think we would be pretty happy with one.
1: Yeah, hey, I, I just hope it's the only one, you know? Yeah, right, I mean, right.
0: Uh, can't, you uh, can't go in, into, a, into a slide. As they yeah,
1: say. But, but, you know, like you mentioned, getting back to these games, um, it's really great that a lot of these uh, rivalry games that we've talked about are going to be nationally televised for people, such mm-hmm. as Akron Kent, uh, which, you know, Ohio-Miami was supposed to be on ESPN. Uh, tonight and now the wagon wheel um, between Akron and Kent will be on tonight uh, on ESPN and then um, you know tomorrow night uh, like I mentioned earlier the Western Central game will be on ESPN two um, NIU Ball State will be on News uh, Toledo Eastern Michigan on CBS and then tonight as well the the Buffalo BG game on CBS so. You know, that's what's so great about midweek action and the fact that um, all these games are national again. And I think we after uh, last Wednesday night's game, a lot <laughs> of people have a little maction like they can't wait to get it back to see what happens tonight and tomorrow.
0: Hell yeah, the maction, the matching fever is back for, for one final week. Okay.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, and then we'll get, Hey, we'll have plenty of
0: action on the Saturday. Oh, yeah, I know yeah. that people right, right back after the Thanksgiving break, man, you'll have, be having that food hangover. You'll just oh, yeah. sit down and watch it. I know we have one game on black Friday, Yeah. So, but we'll be we have that. And then a five game slate on Saturday. I mean, who can wait? Well, yeah. Action leftovers. There's nothing, <laughs> action leftovers. nothing better. Uh,
1: and, and again, to lead in kind of to our interview today, um, mm-hmm. talk to, uh, East Division Offensive Player of the Week. Now that we have him on, and, nice. and uh, Kyle Van Trees uh, from Buffalo, who had a outstanding game last night or last week, I should say, for uh, the Bulls, um, throwing four TDs, over three hundred um, fifty yards yep. passing, and uh, you know we we wanted to bring him on as soon as we could to to kind of get the feel of the Bulls. They just got a, a one vote in the polls this week. Uh, won votes, so they have one vote. So they played some good football and Kyle's been playing um, exceptional football through these first two games. And and again, we wanted to bring him on and get to know a little bit more about the uh, signal caller from the from the uh, Buffalo squad.
0: Yeah. And so with that, we'll bring you uh, today's interview with Buffalo quarterback Kyle Ventures.
1: All right. Next, we have a very special guest with us today, uh, leading up to tonight's game against Bowling Green. We have B- Buffalo quarterback Kyle Van on with us. Kyle, uh, thanks for joining us. How are you doing?
2: Doing great. How are you?
1: Doing good. Doing good. Uh, you know, you guys are off to a 2-0 start. Wanted to have you come on, uh, put, put together uh, quite a game uh, the other night against uh, Miami last week. And, uh, you know, including a second half where you were perfect and threw for over 200 yards and three touchdowns. You know, just briefly, what's working for you and what's working for the team right now?
2: Uh, just being on the same page with the other 10 guys that are on the field and the people calling the plays. Um, you know, we've stressed fault One of our things that we stress is remember your training. And uh, we train pretty hard. We prepare to be um, as effective and as efficient as we can. and Um, We've done a really good job of that this season, and it showed last week that um, when we put things together, we can be pretty explosive. Well,
0: Kyle, I mean, Jeremy mentioned it in the second half. You were very impressive. I mean, the team overall was very impressive. I know it was a a 0-0 game after the first quarter, and then you guys rolled off, I think it was 31 straight points in the second half uh, or after the first quarter. Just talk about what you were
2: kind of seeing out there and, and how things kind of opened up for you guys. Yeah, I mean, the start of the game was like everyone, you know, noticed kind of slow, but that's kind of how games are going to be played when it's two good football teams.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, You're
2: going to feel each other out. You're going to work out some kinks. You're going to learn from some mistakes and build off of that. And um, once we started putting things together offensively, defensively, um, we just kind of found our stride and ran with it.
1: Sure, and and again, what I want to ask, and we've had a few guys on here in the last few weeks, but you know, you have all that time waiting, uh, getting back on the field, and then to just have, uh, you know, everyone knows Maxion, everyone knows that we uh, we own November, right? We own the midweek. How cool is that? As as a student athlete, to be able, I mean, your game last week was on ESPN. Just to have those kind of performances on a national stage, uh, you know, no matter if you're playing on a Tuesday night, Wednesday night, being able to be on TV, uh, you know, in front of the country.
2: It's really cool. Um, you know, being in the area that we're at and in the area that I grew up in, knowing that there's always games on in the middle of the week, especially in November is, is really cool. And to be a part of that and be able to play on that big stage in front of the country and anybody that decides to tune in is it's a really cool feeling, and we love being able to show what we're capable of um, to anybody.
0: Yeah, you, I mean, you mentioned you're from the area. You're from Stowe, right? Yeah. You grow up a Browns fan. I am a Browns fan. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad we have. It's it's rare, I feel like Jeremy, that we have a Browns fan on on the podcast with so that's Hey, we all
1: all three of us have something in common. Got all there. At least. What what uh yeah here here's a question. Since you're a quarterback, how many? Former Browns quarterback jerseys have you owned? Uh, I
2: two or three. But, like, three? I've always thought about going and getting the next one, but then they're gone. So.
1: Yeah, you call it quits. Yeah, my,
2: After, you know, the trend keeps going, you kind of just say, you know, whatever, yeah. I'm not going to get
1: one. Yeah, there was a time period as a Browns fan where I would get, like, whoever the, you know, stud player for the Browns was, the current player, and then yeah. they would get – hurt or they wouldn't uh they'd get cut or um replaced or uh so i went the route of just getting the old player like i had clay matthews jersey forever because yeah. i'm like well you know you gotta you got can play it safe that way exactly
2: yeah. jeremy, it's that jeremy brown jersey
0: <laughs> <laughs> jeremy is that uh is that brown's jersey with all the quarterbacks names on it still downtown
1: I think so. I don't yeah. know. I haven't, I you
0: haven't, know. I haven't seen it since the kind of Baker thing has gone on. I mean, he's been here for what, three years now. So
1: that's an eternity that... for a Browns. Quarterback. Yeah, really that's yeah. <laughs> and you put him in the, put him in the ring of honor or whatever they yeah. call that, you know, he's, <laughs> three years is incredible. Um, yeah. yeah. I had my, my one, like I had a Hanford Dixon Jersey. I loved Hanford Dixon.
0: Yeah, dude, and that shows your age a little bit.
1: Some, some guy was walking around the Muni lot with uh, Peyton Hillis, like, Oof. This, this Peyton Hillis jersey, I'm like, oh. And he's like, I'll tell you what, I'll trade you. And I traded, and then I had that jersey for a Peyton Hillis jersey for a year. And he's like, never – you never heard of him again. So.
2: Uh, yeah, I feel like Peyton Hillis – yeah,
1: yeah, that's a one-hit wonder for sure.
0: Yeah. He was yeah. unbelievable that year. But still still respected. Like, I would respect oh, a yeah. Peyton Hillis jersey. Like, that would be cool. I you, That might be the only Browns player ever on a cover of Madden. For,
2: like, oh, yeah. Rams- <laughs> he deserved it.
1: Yeah. Be, being a Stowe guy, um, and for those not listening, t- tell us about Stowe Ohio and what's, what, what is something Stowe Ohio is known for? I mean, I think I know what you're going to say, but we'll, we'll let you answer that.
2: Uh, I mean, there's not too much that we're really known for. I would probably say, I guess, football, I mean, our football program has okay. been pretty good in the last couple of years. Um, we had Larry Zonka is a football player that came out of Stowe High School. Oh, he's in the football hall of fame, so yep. that's something that's pretty big. Um, but you know, just five minutes outside of Akron, so what that's...
1: I was gonna, I thought you may have had two answers there either Blossom because it's pretty close, yeah, okay, Blossom Music Center for those that are not in the area, and, or Swenson's because oh, wow. I mean,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Akron's really more Swenson's, it's based out of uh, Akron, but we have one in Stowe, and Swenson's is by far some of the best fast food in the country
0: <laughs> what's, what's your what's your go-to at swanson's i think we all we all yeah, and I are frequent so. Calaway,
2: uh, yep. jalapeno poppers and then you can choose whatever shake you want they're all good well wow. that it. sounds amazing you gotta you gotta, really gotta get the ranch gotta get the ranch with the jalapeno poppers the, the crazy thing is i used to be ranch everything and then i got the buffalo and i became blue cheese everything
0: oh no
2: i'm yeah. not i'm the opposite as long if it's a good homemade blue cheese, 10 times better than the ranch. Wow. That,
1: that blue cheese at Elmo's is pretty good.
2: Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. <laughs> right down the road from my apartment. Well, we just oh, talked about
1: you. we just talked about Swenson's and Elmos at 130. That's a dangerous time frame right now for, for me personally. <laughs> but uh well, you know, it's a great segue into my next question talking about food because I want to talk about your offensive line. And I know that kind of sounds weird, but uh <laughs> your offensive line and what you guys are able to do, um, you know, not just for you, but for guys like Jarrett and Kevin, you know, I mean, the run game's going, the pass game's going, talk about your offensive line a little bit and what those guys have been able to do for your team.
2: I mean, they've been able to do everything. Uh, I think I've said it before, but you know, you win game in the trenches and you win, if you win the line of scrimmage, then you're going to win a lot of games and our five guys up front have, you know, put so much time and effort in and worked so hard to, be where they're at and learn as much as they can. And, you know, Coyote being a senior, being a leader of that group, um, and kind of molding everyone else in that group to become, uh, the best that they can be. And Mike taking over at center after Jimmy left and learning from Jimmy. Uh, we've just had a lot of great guys that have, you know, taught and, you know, helped the younger guys and it's, it's shown on the field. Um, and being on the same page with them when it comes to playing and, uh, Know pass protection and runs and all that stuff and being comfortable with them in and in, in, in and out of the locker room and on and off the field is is absolutely huge.
0: Yeah, I was gonna just ask, like, how comfortable does that make you? I mean, I know quarterback is such a tough position to begin with, but how
2: comfortable does it make you feel that you have at least that strong protection around you? It's, I mean, it's some of the best, I mean, honestly, it's the best feeling ever. Yeah. Knowing know, you got these guys that are, they're experienced enough, that know enough, that are smart enough to protect you. And uh, I know that they're going to get the job done and they believe in me that I'm going to get the job done. Same with Jarrett and same with uh, Kevin. So it's a great feeling.
1: What couldn't have been a great feeling and we just posted it on our uh, top plays was I mean th- take us through what happens on a play. We we posted one of our top plays this week and I saw it on I believe it was on ESPN's college football account um, on Tuesday night, but you, you throw this bomb to uh, Antonio Nunn, uh, 82 yard, but you get yeah. you got <laughs> absolutely hammered on that play. What goes through a quarterback's mind? Is it just like, I'm just going to heave this up here and trust my receiver or take us through that play and, yeah. and just uh, the overall feeling and what goes through your head?
2: Yeah. I mean, I rolled out and, Couple of my first couple of progressions weren't there, and I knew where I had to go with the ball, and I felt everybody coming, but I knew that if I got this ball off, it could be a big play for us. So I just said, you know, here it goes, and and I took a huge hit, and I honestly didn't even know Antonio uh, scored really until I got over to the sideline, because I had everyone around me like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> so, but yeah, it was. I took a few hits that game, but it was yeah. worth it for the outcome, for sure.
0: I was going to say, in your defense, you threw a couple. I mean, I think you had a 76-yard touchdown pass, too. I mean, what does it feel like when you're just kind of on a roll in, like, that second
2: half? I mean, it's a great feeling to be able to uh, have the confidence and, you know, keep it rolling, especially with receivers that are going to go and make plays in the uh, offensive line and tight ends and running backs that are going to block in the past game, at least. It's, it's unbelievable to be able to have that comfort level as an offense.
1: Well, tonight you guys have Bowling Green. Um, you'll be you'll be taking them on. And I, I got a little fact uh, before uh, we came on here that your your mom went to Bowling Green, correct? Is it is there? Uh, and she swam there, right? Yeah. She was a student athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were a swimmer as well.
2: Yeah, I grew up swimming. It was okay. uh, it was actually probably my best sport growing up. Wow. Um, and then I chose football in okay. like eighth ninth grade is when I really put the pedal down for football
0: what uh what events did you
2: compete in when you were young I was a freestyler and a breaststroker okay
1: yeah okay we've had a few swimmers on the podcast from around the conference and we always kind of throw out I know I'd have no shot but if like we always say if Eric had like a length of a pool like would you still be able to beat him and I have I have pretty good confidence that I think even though you probably haven't swam in a while maybe you have that probably I'll take
2: uh, I, I, I think I, I'm I'm pretty <laughs> confident <laughs> My junior year, I swam for the summer team. I want in one of the summer teams that I swam for as a kid. And I hadn't swam really competitively since uh, like eighth grade year. And in the 50, after I didn't go to any practices, I went to the first meet, swam a 25. And then once I got to the championship meet, I got down into the low 23s. Wow. What's
0: uh what's better shape to be in swimming shape or football shape?
2: <laughs> different shape. Yeah, It's yeah. a different shape. It really um, is. Um, I mean,
1: What a
0: question
2: swimming swimming was one of the most like hardest conditioning it's the easily some of the hardest conditioning I've ever had to do in my life um completely blessed because of it Mm -hmm. Um, you know my brother and sister also swam so we kind of went through all that together but you know being in football shape is completely different you gotta you know build your body up to take hits to you know take all the ground all the pounding that you're going to take and especially in the weight room and stuff like that whereas in swimming it's more about flexibility and stamina and endurance and muscle endurance and being able to control, you know, all the techniques and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: I think every time we have someone from really any Olympic sport, but swimming um, when we've had some swimmers, on, I just don't think no matter if it's a cross country runner or swimmer or anything, I don't think people realize like the hard work and <laughs> like the the things that you need for those sports too, you know?
2: Oh, it's it, honestly, some of those practices are so painful. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I believe it.
1: When, when growing up or when you were deciding on school, was mom that, was there any kind of like, Hey, maybe you should check out Bowling Green. I mean, it was in <laughs> Ohio. You lived in <laughs> no,
2: Of course. I mean, there was a huge pull for it. Um, but, you know, my sister went there, my mom and my dad went there. Oh, uh, my grandparents went there. So like my whole entire family went there and I kind of wanted my own experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so that was a big, that played a big role in my decision. But uh, yeah there was definitely some pool they would have loved that
1: Well that yeah, well, uh, go ahead Eric.
2: I was gonna, I was just gonna mention that, that you're a BG alum Jeremy and, and
0: I'm, I'm sure you have some strong words for, for Kyle about his missed experience there
1: <laughs> <laughs> No I think I th- I've been I've been to both campuses and I, I can never I can't say that I've ever been to Buffalo and had a bad time so True. Um and same goes for Bowling Green. I mean, same goes for probably a lot of schools in our conference, but, um, yeah, that's kind of, is there, there's probably not. Cause everyone's rooting you on, but is there a little like, Hey, you know, playing BG, do you, you kind of get into the family a little or. is, there
2: is there family any kind? Not really, honestly. Not I'm
1: sure not. Cause. But, uh,
2: yeah, not too much. They, my parents are rooting me on and actually, so, um, my uncle went to Ohio state and when we were supposed to play them, so that would have been a really cool game and he's got season tickets for them. So that would have been a really cool game. It would have been kind of like a house divided kind of thing. Um, and then living where I live, I'm five, 10 minutes from Akron and I'm five, 10 minutes from uh, Kent yeah. and like half my graduating class went to Kent, a bunch of people went to Akron. So like when I go and I play those games, it's like a, it's almost like a personal rivalry for me and my friends and everyone back home too. So it's the same kind of thing with, a lot of the highway schools. Yeah. Did you get recruited by those guys or not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I figured, but I just wanted to ask.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you, you made a good choice, but it's it's interesting, very interesting that your whole family went there, and I, I, I fully support, you know, you wanting to get out there and see something. You probably made many trips to BG as a kid, or did you ever go up there? Or? Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, all the time. Well, Especially when was... my sister had uh, started her college career, we would go up and visit and help her move in and out. Um, my mom and dad took us to a couple of games, um, and we would go to Bowling Green or, I mean, Kent games too, cause they're right there. So, but yeah, definitely, uh, have been there a few times. Campus poly eyes. Fantastic. Oh, I'm glad he brought it up because I was yeah. going to bring it up next. Got it. We, got fantastic too. The <laughs> Dairy we got Queen, I think, I think the Dairy Queen over by the railroad tracks, <laughs> um, I don't know if they do it anymore, but they would stack it up like double the amount of ice cream in the cup. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they do anymore, but that was also good too.
1: Wow, man, you're, you're bringing back what we we've now hit on Swenson's Elmos and campus poly eyes and one that, that's, that's, uh, that's incredible stuff. Um, well, I'm sure kind of the family is not only excited to see you playing, but excited to be back at the, the Alma mater, if they're coming out and, and taking in the game, uh, live, um, i believe bg's allowing fan i don't i don't know yeah, they, at this point everything changing
2: sure families okay but, you know we'll never you never know what's gonna happen yeah exactly it's a day-to-day thing
1: well moving ahead and not too much about tonight's game but just you know you guys are two and oh, you've you've played really well through the first two games what do you got to do to keep this going and what's what's that focus in that locker room like uh you know moving on each week
2: i mean every week we, we try to come up with the same mentality and you know, let go want to know and, um, you know, no matter who you're playing, every team brings a new challenge um, and you have to attack each game with that mentality of, you know, anything can happen. And you, and especially in this conference and um, it's so, it's such a great competitive conference that anyone is any night, any given night, anything can happen and you got to just stay focused and prepare and work hard with your teammates to, pre- to be the best prepared team and then go out and execute And that's really what our focus is. And, um, you know, being accountable to that every day of preparation and then come game day, it's time to go execute. Yeah, I mean, that's fantastic stuff.
0: Well, Kyle, we usually finish these with like three rapid fire questions. It's kind of like the first thing that pops into your mind. And then uh, my first one is you mentioned all these, you know, stadiums you've played in and things like that. Do you have a favorite road trip to make in the MAC?
2: Uh, I'd probably say Ken, uh-huh. just because of the homecoming. Yeah, just because of the homecoming and everyone, and right there.
1: We're gonna take it out of the Mac for this next one, but we, we talked a little Cleveland Browns. Who's your favorite Cleveland Brown of all time?
2: Uh, I'm a big fan of Joe Thomas.
1: Okay, uh, that's that's a good one to pick. Uh,
2: yeah, that's, a, that's <laughs> I really like I really like Joe Hayden when he was on the uh, Browns. Yeah. Kind of sad when we traded him too. Also uh Josh Cribbs.
1: Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah, especially growing up where he I mean, yeah, Cribbs is a legend down there, clearly, yeah. so and still is. And then my final Eric if you don't mind me asking yeah, a second is we kind of led this off before we we got on here. Um, you know, this weekend the Masters is going on. Uh we talked a little bit before we start taping your big golf golf guy. Uh so the first question is personal, if you get out and play a lot like where's the one course that sticks out or maybe you've just played like in the area, you know, a, a course that has stuck out that you really like to play and then uh, give us who you, you like uh, this weekend at the masters and, and who you really like to watch. And you can't say tiger. Cause we all love tiger.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have said him and then I would have said, but yeah. um, so around here uh, there's a lot of really good courses. I would say um, my favorite one that I've played at least for the, you know, I played a decent amount. Is Glen Oak? It's right down the road, to probably 10, 15 minutes. Really nice course, um, really well kept, challenging, but uh, a lot of fun.
1: Okay.
2: Um, and then back home, you can uh, there's a the Firestone course where the PGA plays the yeah. or has played some tournaments. Um, it's It's impossible to get on the actual course, but you can go and play the Firestone nine, and yes. they make some good deals with some uh, dinners and. Stuff like that, so you can get nine holes with a car and a dinner for you know, a decent price. Um, but this weekend, I'm a big fan of Phil Mickelson
0: because
2: right. I'm a lefty.
0: Oh, that's
2: it. <laughs> uh, but uh, I would say who I would say might come out on top. Dustin's playing pretty well, but I really like Justin Thomas. I think he'll probably pull it that's, off. With me.
1: That's my guy. I'm a big uh, outside of Tiger, I'm a big JT guy. I mean, I love, I love Brooks Kepka, obviously uh yeah. as i just am hitting a shot while i'm watching while we're talking but um back to firestone i've played the south course um it's phenomenal phenomenal experience i've played it like uh maybe two or three times um nice. but it's uh you like going to play a course and then going to an event like going to when they had the bridgestone like after you play it is like oh i shanked my ball over there, like where those people are staying, or you know, I hit it into those trees, and you know, these guys are putting down the middle. But that's uh, definitely a, a great course, and um, yeah, the the Masters going on. It's weird that it's in November, but I love that we I had... actually, go ahead.
2: I actually, I actually kind of like that it's in November. Dude, I mean, obviously, that I, you know, the tradition is it's you know not, but with the the course with the you know changing leaves and stuff like that is super pretty. Um, and it's just a kind of a different spin to what normally happens. But uh, I mean, the only problem with it is the short days. I
0: guess. No, I mean, I, I was telling Jeremy earlier today. I was thinking about. I usually have my setup of, of NFL red zone on on Sundays, and now I get to have a, a full thing of of the Masters on Sunday too. I mean, that's I mean that's a sports person's dream. Yeah, it really is.
1: I, I mean, we win. We win. We'll go back to. We'll go back to Sunday NFL, then you had Monday Night Football, then you had Tuesday Matchion, Wednesday Maction, Then we have all Thursday weekend football. Masters with the NFL and then Monday Night Football, and we get back to in the Maction again. I mean, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: what what a, what a time! I what mean, a time! Right? It's uh, and and we're gonna have to. Uh, you talk about what you said, Glen Oak. That's the place yeah. in Buffalo. We're gonna have to get uh, John Fuller There's to, uh, to take, oh, my take take my me head. out when yeah
2: yeah for sure
1: ne- next time i'm in town i'm gonna have to pin him on that to uh to to get around and on him of course There's i'll no drive the cart
0: <laughs>
1: yeah eric um yeah eric you can drive the cart i'm yeah, horrible that's good, that's i'm really
0: horrible <laughs> you guys don't want to play that's with me good. anyway
1: Well, Kyle, this was, this was a lot of fun. I'm glad we got to talk and get to know you, uh, you know, not just uh, about what you're doing on the field, but uh, a little bit about you off the field as well. And, and uh, appreciate you coming on and, you know, best of luck to you the rest of this season, stay healthy, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you down the road.
2: Thank you so much for having me. A lot of fun.
1: Well, there you have it, Eric uh, Kyle Van Excellent interview. Uh, that one may be one of my favorite interviews that we've done to this point.
0: Absolutely, and I think we always say you don't really know what you're going to get with these interviews. Sometimes you don't know how much people are going to want to open up and, and talk with us ab- about, you know, their background or, or what what they like. So uh, it, it was awesome to just kind of have a free flowing conversation with Kyle. Obviously, it has a lot in common with both of us. Uh, so yeah great interview and uh, obviously
1: a great guy yeah what what I love when um, interviews and I thought it this time with this one is uh, you know we have the ability now with everything that's happening to do these through zoom and you're able to see the person where before when we started the podcast you know we did it uh, I'll call it old school with all the technology yeah. I don't know yeah. why I'm calling that old school but um, you know you're not able to see the person and It's always interesting to me that, you know, these guys get asked football question after football question, like all the time and the way that people's eyes light up when you talk about something other than football. And that's what we want to keep trying to bring is, you know, we we talked to Kyle about golf and about, um, Browns player you know all that stuff and it's it's just out of the norm and I think it makes it fun so again that's something uh you know great job out of you as well to, oh, to keep that conversation going and uh you know hopefully we can bring that and, and you guys all listening got to get a little bit more out of uh, Kyle and learn about him you know off the field as well as what he's doing on the field
0: yeah, I always think it's interesting what kind of reoccurring themes we have with our guests. And I feel like food and golf is always it's always one of our <laughs> some of our three top things we always talk about.
1: Are you but, trying to say that I drive the conversation? Yeah,
0: probably. Yeah, <laughs> I know those are your two favorite things in life. Well, so. you know,
1: I mean, <laughs> hey, the Masters. Uh, take on the Masters before we close it up?
0: Uh, I didn't watch a ton, unfortunately. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, from what I'll I did see... You. I know, I know from what i did see i mean dustin johnson had an amazing last round and he had a whole weekend in general yeah he um, had an
1: amazing weekend um what i think is the most amazing is the weather that the masters got for mid-november to mm-hmm. put this thing on i mean it looked absolutely gorgeous every day and uh you know they were able to pull it off college game day was awesome on saturday from the masters um yeah it was it was really cool and i I did want to touch on
0: uh, how we all felt like one of one of the guys when Tiger hit a, a ten on
2: that.
1: Yes. Ball. How yeah. how how did you feel? I, I felt like um, he was one of us, and then he birdied five of his next yeah. holes, and I realized that I'm yeah I'm still me, and he's still Tiger. So, uh yeah, you know you, when you watch that, you're like ooh three balls in the water. I, I remember when I did that last yeah. week. Um, <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, he, he bounced back. And, uh, you know, the good news is uh, five months until the next Masters.
0: Is so, that how they're playing it? I didn't know that was how they're Yeah, going. they're going
1: to bring it back on awesome. normal schedule. Awesome. Uh, yep. Knock on wood, you know. Yeah. But, right. but um, yeah, that's that's the plan. And to keep it back in, uh, what is that, early April, second week of April? Yep. I don't know. First, second week of April, right, right around when the Final Four – um, kind of wraps up and kind of have that mecca sports weekend of baseball starting, final four, and masters. Wow, a
0: mecca sports weekend.
1: I love it. Yes, but um yeah, great. And then great job uh, as we get back to Kyle's uh, Van Treese's interview. You know, great job out of our brownies this weekend. So, yeah, hey. Uh, one of the most disgusting football games I've seen weather-wise and Absolutely.
0: Uh, well weather-wise and football-wise. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was but, not
0: it was not a pretty win, but we'll take no, it. No, six but, and three, All right. We're sitting at six and three right now. And we got a pretty easy schedule coming up the next two weeks. So I'm looking forward to that. Two, for sure.
1: two happy Browns fans. Well, we'll go from watching that kind of football to watching some really exciting football starting tonight. So, uh, again, can't wait for tonight's uh buffalo bg game as well as akron and kent wagon wheels always a treat and then uh you know getting into tomorrow's games like we mentioned and and uh have a have a good final week of uh, midweek action here but um you know until then we'll we'll give you some another uh exciting guest at the end of this week uh kind of coming from some top performances from this week's games and you know enjoy, enjoy the football this week until then
0: get some action
1: get some action